Mental health is everywhere, especially in a mental health crisis like we are experiencing right now. It is important to spread and continue the conversation. Today, we are investigating how mental health is connected to everything in our lives and how that helps our long-term psychological well-being. Many of us will know the feeling. When our mental health is tanking, it is often hard to keep up with work, school, social activities and many other things. When we are struggling, it affects our whole lives. Everything is grey, you're tired and everything is more difficult than usual. In summary, our mental health is connected to everything else. But is there also something positive to take from that? There are many different ways to look at the concept of mental health and connection. We are going to look at two of these ways. There's the connection we as humans have to the world around us, aka grounding, and then there's how we can take advantage of the fact that our mental health is so connected to everything else in our lives. Grounding is probably one of the most basic things people can do for their mental health. From anxiety to dissociative disorders, grounding exercises are present in so many mental health treatments. Reconnecting with your surroundings can be a helpful exercise for everyone feeling overwhelmed. One of the easiest ways to ground yourself that I learned in therapy is the 5 to 1 technique. It works like this. You find five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. Connecting with your, all your senses stops your mind from spiraling and calms you down instantly. Another way to help ground yourself in more serious situations like panic attacks is to find sensations that you're most sensitive to. These could be things like sour or spicy tastes or something like coldness. Then you can find a way to make yourself feel those sensations in a very stressful situation, for example, holding an ice cube. This way, your brain has no other choice but to focus on its environment, which again calms you down. Now, let's look at how our mental health impacts our everyday life and how maybe our everyday life can impact our mental health. For that, we need to look at a very basic model of how negative emotions impact our lives. There are four elements that we need to look at for this. Those are physical symptoms, emotions, thoughts and behavior. A trigger for the spiral can start at any point. For example, your heart could start beating faster, which would start the spiral with physical symptoms. This could bring on feelings such as anxiety or fear, which could cause thoughts such as, oh no, I'm going to have a panic attack, which could lead you to engage in behaviors that are unhealthy coping mechanisms, which are going to make everything even worse. The vicious cycle can start at any of the four points and it is often hard to find out which exact part came first. The good news is you can intercept the spiral. Being able to identify it is a good way to make it stop. When we look at the spiral, it's clear that we cannot control our emotions or physical symptoms, but we are in charge of our thoughts and our behavior. Staying with our example, instead of thinking something like, oh no, I'm going to have a panic attack and there's nothing that, I, that can stop it, you could consciously change your thinking to something like, this is just a reaction of my body, I am not in danger. And instead of engaging in unhealthy coping mechanisms like drinking to calm yourself down, you can do some simple breathing exercises. You will see that these changes will also help with your symptoms and emotions. With these tools, you can also change things on a greater scale. Being able to implement more self-care in one, as in one aspect of our lives will help you feel better on other levels as well. Changing things in one way will cause a domino effect. The trick to being more in tune with your body and mind 
in general is to stick to the small behaviors because everything is connected. Physical health, sleep, social connections and more are all intricately linked to our mental health. That brings us to the end of our conversation. Lastly, we just want to say that these are small ways to make you feel better. However, those alone are not enough to combat serious mental illnesses. If you have been struggling persistently and do not know how to get better, we strongly encourage you to seek professional help. And we want to emphasize that there is no shame in seeking, uh, in asking for help, needing therapy or medication. If you or someone you know is struggling, there are resources available on campus. If you don't feel comfortable going to a doctor, seek help from friends, family, colleagues, or teachers. Realizing that you might need some sort of help is the first step to getting better.